the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 353 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to be talking about creating a lead magnet that converts with Julie C. Butler. We're going to walk you through what exactly a lead magnet is, as well as the steps that you need to take in order to create one that is highly converting. Now, before we jump into that, I want to make sure that if you haven't already grabbed my email list growth guide, that you do so. It is going to go hand in hand with this. We're going to link to that in the show notes, as well as you can always send me a DM on Instagram to grab my guide, as well as Julie's um, option for her vault that she is offering to all my podcast listeners. All right, you guys, let's dive in. Hi, Julie. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure meeting you, Jenny. Yes. No, you as well. Before we jump into creating a lead magnet that actually converts, Mm -hmm. can you introduce yourself and your business to my audience? Absolutely. So my name is Julie C. Butler and I, I always... I always say the C, Jenny, because, you know, 17 some odd years ago when I started my first business, I'm a photographer first. That's how I became an entrepreneur. My logo looked better with the C and so it stayed. <laughs> so I always like sharing that story because people are like, what's the C for? It's my right. middle name. <laughs> okay. And I had to keep it because it kind of defines who I am now. Um, yes. But I, I've actually, you know what? I've been in business for 15 plus years almost 16, 17. I did not grow up thinking I was going to become an entrepreneur. I actually just, I went to school and I got the job like everybody else does. And then, you know, I was working a job. I am in Canada. We have, uh, if you work for the government, you get full top up, right? During your maternity leave, which is 12 months in Canada. And so I wanted full top up. So I got a job at the government, but it definitely was not anything I wanted to be doing. It was data entry. Actually, no, it was administrative something in the government anyway. And then I had, I had my second baby and I got like my full maternity leave and, um, and then I remember sitting at my desk uh, after I went back to work thinking, my God, there is no way I can work a job for the rest of my life. But I had no idea yet that I was going to have a business, right? And mm-hmm. uh, photography came into my life about 20 years ago. Um, I used to be a travel agent and I traveled all over the country, like all over the world. And during my travels, I fell in love with photography. And so, you know, from the the the, the, the era of having uh, 20 rolls of film from being in Australia to converting to a digital camera and taking like a million pictures that are such a small pixel that I can't even print a five a four by six <laughs> to falling in love with photography to become a well-known sought after wedding photographer back in 2011. And then I got sick and tired of it because I overdid it, right? Like when you have mm-hmm. a business that is service-based and that is a service Based business in the sense that it's like a local, like I was a photographer, right? I was servicing clients one at a time and I, I overextended myself. My children were still young and I discovered network marketing. And so I joined a network marketing company. I did that for several years, but I wasn't, I was, I was, it was great for the first year or two. And then I found myself, um, 
I lost the passion for it because I'm an artist, right? I'm an artist. I'm a creative being. And I was missing that, but I did not know at the time. And so I stayed stuck in that place for way too long, Jenny. Like I was like, I couldn't figure it out, but I also didn't allow myself to sit there and do some soul searching and be like, okay, Julie, what is my true purpose? And what is it that I'm supposed to be doing here? Until like, I'm on say like, like years went by, like three years went by. Like it's, you know, but sometimes we just have to trust the process, right? Like trust mm-hmm. the process, enjoy the journey. That's what they say. And they know what they're talking about when they say that. But then I did some soul searching and Oprah always says, ask your heart, it never lies. And so I discovered that I was not meant to continue doing network marketing and that I was meant to be an artist and a creative. And so I I fell back into photography, but this time I was doing brand photography for female entrepreneurs and I loved it. But I knew then because I did network marketing, I was like, wait a second, I can also have an online global business. So how can I do that? Right. And so I created a stock photo membership. And then four years later, I have templates, a templates shop, and I have, um, you know, a pro, a group program that I have that I teach entrepreneurs how to bring their business from A to B. Um, and it's just been such an amazing, uh, journey to that brings me and makes me who I am today. So, so that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> no. That journey, I think, is what a lot of entrepreneurs go through. Honestly, it's those hurdles that we have to get past Mm -hmm. to figure out what we're really meant to do and to figure out our strengths and our zones of genius and be able to really step into that. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I wanted to obviously talk to you about today is lead magnet. So let's start really basic. What is a lead magnet? Okay. So before I get into that, I want to say that a lead magnet... First of all, it helps you grow your email list and it's the first thing that you should do in your business. Like, so I'll get back to that though. But, um, a lead magnet is. It can be in any forms. There's multiple different types of of formats that we can have a lead magnet, but basically it's a lead generation tool. It's something that we are going to create and it doesn't have to take us hours upon hours to create this something that we are going to exchange for to people in exchange for the in a return for their email address. So they're like people's email addresses are are very um uh uh, what's the word, right? Like people hold on to it. It's a it's mm-hmm. a sacred thing, right? Like we don't want to just give out our email list. And but in order for me to receive an email list from someone, I want to. I want to first of all, and we should give them something in exchange for their email address. Because let's face it, Jenny, social media, it's all good, fine, and dandy. But either a, it's it doesn't belong to us. It could. It could be, you know, shut down tomorrow. Also, it can like be a global outage for like a day. We've had that a few times this year. And um, the other thing is that sometimes we won't, we don't want to hang out on all of the social media platforms, right? That's another component of it. And also, it's like a super small percentage of people who even see what we do on social media. So social media should really be a playground for us to show up and have fun and, and, you know, share, serve and, and, you know, be alive. But Mm -hmm. I think that the email list is crucial 
for the success of your business. And in order to do that, we need that that lead magnet. Some people call it a freebie, a lead generation um, tool. So that's what it is. Yes. No. And I, my people always hear me saying, don't build your business on rented property as far as social media. So that is something I totally agree with. We stress the fact that you need to have a highly converting lead magnet that is in line with what you want to be known for, what your positioning is. So what would you say makes a lead magnet convert? So the first thing we want is at this point, we should know what our, who our audience is and what their problems are. So, so Oftentimes, it looks like something we went through, something that we were looking for, something that we had to overcome in order to get to where we are now. So so look back and, and see what helped you to get where you are. Oftentimes, that's what it is. But it has to be something that is, first of all, it, you want it to be something like like little, <laughs> like, and what I mean by that is that you want it to be something that is not going to take a lot of time for someone to consume to get a quick result. And so a quick win, a quick result. So, so for example, um, I use templates because for me and my business, that makes sense, right? Templates are really good to use as a lead magnet, um, like for, depending on, on what you do and who you are, you know, sometimes meditations or sometimes, um, um, checklists or or like mini workbooks and um, things that it's easy for us to go through in perhaps maybe a half an hour or maybe an hour max and to give me a quick result. Something very actionable because you want to show that person that just gave you your email, their email, that you are willing to help them, that you, you're and that begins the process of them knowing you, trusting you, moving to that place where they're going to buy from you, right? And so, so we want it to be that that thing that's gonna now, Jenny. I know that sometimes we'll create a lead magnet and it might not click the first time, and that's okay. Don't give up and don't get rid of it. Like don't discontinue that freebie because it could be that it's just not something they need right now, or maybe you can repurpose it and use it at another time. But you, we want it to have that quick win really fast. But another thing to add to that is that you want it to be in line with your core offers, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so for me, if I'm teaching people how to build a business, build a beautiful business, and I give them meal plans. Like that makes zero sense, right? So it has to be in line with the ultimate goal. So what is the ultimate goal? You want them to join your program. You want them to work one-on-one coaching with you. You want them to buy this product from you. Make sure that that freebie is that stepping, that that in to your business that's going to make them want to purchase that thing or sign up to work one-on-one with you. That makes sense, right, Jenny? Yep, absolutely. It's about that Mm -hmm. transformation. Like you said, being able to really have them help solve the problem that they do have. And then being in line can make it so much easier. Like you said, the building that like no trust factor. Yes. They do feel comfortable purchasing. And I think that one of the things that I found interesting that you said was about the idea that just because it's not converting right away. And I think that has to be a time frame, right? A lot of people forget that when it comes to a lead magnet, you have to get eyeballs on it. You can't expect that you share it with 10 people. And if no one actually signs up for it, that oh, it doesn't 
work. You have to actually get a ton of eyes on it. We know that the conversion rate is anywhere from 2 to 7% when we're looking at what people are actually going to take action on and purchase or even get as a freebie. So mm-hmm. being continually get eyes on it. I think a lot of the times I hear from clients, oh, this isn't working. And then we look and say, okay, how many people saw it? And they'll look at the data and the analytics and see, oh, only 50 people saw it. Well, that's not enough. That's You can't tell me, oh, I only got one person and I'm disappointed on that. We got to get it in front of them multiple times to take mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. So and it takes, thing. like, it takes testing and it takes time, right, to come up with that perfect lead magnet. And it can change over time as well. As we evolve, as we change, our freebies can change also. But sometimes we get it right off the bat and it works for us for years, right? <laughs> like I have, I have one like that. I'm maybe you do too, but I know other people who have lead magnets. They created in their business three years ago and it's still working for them. But something else I want to say about that is that if you see that it's not quite working yet, it could just be the copy, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we just have to adjust the title and the tagline. We want to make sure that the the title of your offer, first of all, keep it simple. Don't try to make fancy words and fancy titles because that never works. Say what it is and how it's going to change their life, how it's going to fix their problem. That is what is most important. And it doesn't matter. You don't have to go into, you know, all of the the fancy, you know, description and all that. Just make sure you're to the point. How is it going to help me? And what is it going to fix? And and then the download button, right? Like we want it to be short and sweet and simple because we are busy. We don't have time to read those fancy descriptions or try to figure out how this is going to help me. So we want to make it as simple as possible for them to, um, you know, to, to know that this is for them. And yes, I'm in, I want this. Also, um, and maybe we're going to talk about this after, but the landing page to which our freebie is on. Um, also, you don't want it to be a page that goes on and on and on, right? Like a like a one you get on the website and it's right there on the mobile, really easy. The title, boom, download my five tips for you to lose 10 pounds. And, you know, a, a tagline, like I'm going to show you how I lost 10 pounds in, in you know, whatever, four weeks. I'm not like a huge <laughs> weight loss coach, but um, okay. um, like I, I'm just kind of giving you an example. Mm-hmm. And then the button, download. Put your name, your email, your button. It doesn't have to be again like on and on and fancy. Like one, one like pages. Like you know, you land on the page and that's all you see. That's all we need. So we yeah. don't have to spend hours and hours and hours designing pages to get people onto our lead magnets and and sign up for our email list, right? Yes. I think keeping it simple is just so important, whether you're designing the landing page, whether you're working on the copy and also the lead magnet. Because I think what happens is that we over deliver and then Mm -hmm. we don't see them signing up for our products or services. And we're wondering why. Well, it's often because we've gone so in depth on the design and also then the content that it overwhelms them. Mm -hmm. So if we're to talk about creating the lead magnet, 
What are the steps to creating that lead magnet? Mm -hmm. And you said over-deliver. And I think it's very important to, yes, you can over-deliver a little bit, but not too much. Because the thing is, is that if this lead magnet is over the top and too much for me and my brain to consume, I'm not going to do it because right. it was free and I'm I'm just not. So that there goes the chance for me to get to know you as an entrepreneur and potentially know if you want, if you are someone I want to work with or not, right? Like you need to make sure that it's something that is consumable and as short a period of time. So um, how do we create and design? First of all, <laughs> the thing is, is that most of us, most of us have something already. Most of us, because we've been either we're, we're we've built some businesses and or we're, we're, we're you know we're some some of us have been like in business for a little bit and and we're like oh I need to grow my email list so I need that freebie right and and so that's why I said like at the beginning like before and I just found this out Jenny like um I'm I was also doing interviews and and a website specialist said to me she said, you know, she said, before you even have a website, she said, before you design your website, you should create that landing page for your lead magnet and start growing your email list right away. That's the first thing you should do. So, so um, I was like, really, here I am, like, we get all caught up in, in designing our websites, right? And it takes us all this time, because we were perfectionists, and we want it to look good before we send it out to the world. And we, we spent like however much time, sometimes it's months. And then we haven't started growing our email list yet. But back to back to the question, um, we want it to be, sometimes it's something that we already have. So some of us, depending on what we do, we have some templates that we can, you know, grab from our vaults of, of things that we have, or um, uh, it can be like a little a chapter of a course that you have, like something that you can take out that is like an actionable bit. Um, uh, templates work really well, or it can be something you create, like something quick. Um, like um, I know some of us have meditations or, um, you know, planners or plans workbooks, guides, like I had templates, right? So that was quick and easy for me to create. I created templates. And so a lot of times look into what you already have created in your business and have a look. Is there something that I can pull, like a little tiny something that I can pull out that I know that if they get this, they're going to get a result right away. And then potentially they will want to, you know, join my program or work one-on-one -on -one with me or whatever that case may be. So oftentimes we do not have to create anything. Yes. We actually, inside my memberships, I talk about the idea that we're bloggers. We're creating content all the time. All the time. I know. You can often look at the content you've already created and just figure out how to make it into a bite-sized consumable material for them that could be that lead magnet. Yes. So like you're saying, some people may have templates or they may have checklists already. Looking at that full amount of content that you have, what are you getting the most traffic for? What are people already coming to you for? Because many of us have made the mistake of not having a lead magnet in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, now we're trying to go back. Well, if you already have traffic coming to a post that you have about smoothies for your kids, what can you 
pull out of that to create a lead magnet for them. Maybe you're going to give them the top ingredients to put into those smoothies, ways to get in maybe more vegetables and it's checklist. And then it's a shopping list that goes into it so that maybe at the end you have an ebook that you're selling your 25 top smoothies for your kids, whatever it might be. But really starting to look at the content you already have that people are coming for so that you can then turn that into, like I said, bite-sized consumable information, not overwhelming them. Um, I've had clients that have done that before. I actually threw one of them under the bus yesterday talking about it in a training (laughs) because she gave me so much information. She's a doctor. So she gave me all of the biomechanics behind it. And I looked at her and I said, I don't want all of that. Just give me the basics of what Mm -hmm. I need to do to improve. I I don't care about the nutritional aspect of it or the biomechanics. Just want the information that I can take and have a quick transformation. So Mm -hmm. again, going back to that whole idea of over-delivering is huge. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And you mentioned blog. One time I was going to send out an email. I was I started typing and I was going to talk about, I, I can't even remember, oh, showing up, showing up like a pro. And I was like, I started typing my email. And I was like, wait a second, this could totally be a lead magnet. <laughs> And so I sat down, I spent an hour, I swear, like it wasn't, it wasn't more than two hours. I wrote, I, I pulled out Canva, Canva is magnificent because you can find any template in there and you pull it over, you, you, you throw in your branding colors and you change the fonts to your, your, your brand fonts. And then you start, I'm the kind of person that, that puts the content into Canva. But if you're the kind of person that writes it all in a Word doc first, Mm-hmm. whatever works. And I created my freebie out of the email that I was going to write to my list. And so now it's in it's in my freebie vault, right? Like how to show up like a pro. I turned that into a lead magnet. So, but that also could have been a blog post, right? Like sometimes you have a blog post and I'm like looking at it and it could be a lead magnet. So, so there's ways of repurposing the content that we already have and it's great because repurposing is, if you remember anything from this conversation, repurpose, right, is yeah. so huge in business. Yes, absolutely. Not reinventing that wheel. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned your vault that you have and you're mm-hmm. offering up um, your beautiful, profitable business vault. Can you tell my audience a little bit about it so they can go and grab? Because I'm sure I have some people going, oh, I want what she just said. That sounds so good. <laughs> Absolutely. What can we find in there? Absolutely. So I decided, it's all, it's not always recommended, but I decided that I was going to have six must-have resources for female entrepreneurs in a freebie vault, like I call it. Like sometimes people are like, oh, you should just have it like individual because then you know what they want and what's working. But I chose to do the opposite. And again, just follow your intuition and follow your heart and do what works for you, right? And that's what I'm kind of going with. And so in this freebie vault, there are uh, Canva templates, stock photos, a, a actually a guide, a workbook on how to create a high converting lead magnet. I have that in my freebie vault. And Perfect. I have a sh- that, that, that show up like a pro guide that I created in like under two hours. I have that in there as well. And I have desktop wallpaper and I have a toolkit, like uh, uh, tech tools that we use in our business. So that's what my freebie vault is. And it's great because if you guys download that, you will see how I created my lead magnets and what's in there. And you can be inspired to go and create your own. 
Yes. And I love it because it also allows you to kind of your people to be able to pick what is the best fit for them. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie, Jenny. I I totally, I am a metrics girl. I love tracking data. So my links are all bit.ly so that I can see who's downloading. Like I can see how many, how many downloads each link gets. (laughs) So I know who's downloading what, but oh, the, the Canva template that is included in my bundle in my freebie vault is actually a lead magnet. Magnet Canva graphic template. Okay. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, we're going to make sure that we link to that in the show notes. My people listening also know they can always send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny underscore Melrose, and I'll send you a link directly to that so that you all can download those. Julie, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me and my audience about lead magnets. I appreciate you. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great talking to you. You as well. All right. Well, there you have it. We walked you through the basics of what a lead magnet exactly is. The biggest mistakes that you can be making, of course, being that first one of just not having a lead magnet and the importance of it. And then, of course, the steps in order to create it. Just remember that you don't over, you don't want to overwhelm your audience with the content you do create, whether that is the landing page, the guide, the opt-in, whatever it is going to look like for you. All right. If you haven't already left a rating and review on your favorite podcasting app, I would so appreciate it if you took the time to do so. Just scroll down in your podcasting app. You'll see the little stars there to do a rating and then do a quick review. One, two sentences. Tell me your takeaway. Tell me what you hated. Tell me what you love. It just helps to continue to get great guests on the show. All right, you guys, until next time, I will see you all then. 